Chapter 5 Return of John Patil's Marriage Party As hinted in last chapter I shall now describe first how Sai Baba returned to Shirdi after his disappearance They lived in Aurangabad district in a village called Dhup a well-to-do Mohammedan gentleman by name Chan Patil while he was making a trip to Aurangabad he lost his mare for two long months he made a diligent search but could get no trace of the lost mare after being disappointed he returned from aurangabad with the saddle on his back after traveling four kos and a half he came on the way to a mango tree under the foot of which sat a ratna a fakir he had a cap on his head wore kafni a long robe and a satka short stick under his armpit and he was preparing to smoke a chillam that is pipe on seeing chan patil pass by the way he called out him and asked him to have a smoke and to rest a little the fakir asked him about the saddle chan patil replied that it was his mare which was lost the queer fellow or fakir asked him to make a search in the nala close by he went and the wonder of wonders he found out the mare he thought that this fakir was not an ordinary man but a waliya that is a great saint he returned to the fakir with mare the chillam was ready for being smoked but two things were wanting a fire to light the pipe and water to wet the chapi that is piece of cloth through which it is the fakir took his prong and thrust it forcibly into the ground and out came a live burning coal which he put on the pipe then he dashed the satka on the ground for whence water began to ooze the chapi was wetted with that water was then wrung out and the wrap around the pipe thus everything being complete the fakir smoked the chillam and then gave it also to chan patil on seeing all this the chan patil was wonderstruck he requested the fakir to come to his home and accept his hospitality next day he went to patil's house and stayed there for some time the patil was a village officer of dhup his wife's brother's son was to be married and the bride was from shirdi so patil made preparations to start for shirdi for his marriage for the marriage the fakir also accompanied the marriage party the marriage went off without any hitch the party returned to dhup except the fakir alone stayed in shirdi and remained there forever how the fakir got the name sai when the marriage party came to shirdi it alighted at the foot of the banyan tree in bhagta mahalspati field near khandova temple the cart were loosened in the open courtyard of khandova temple all the members of the party descended one by one and the fakir also got down bhagat mahalspati saw this young fakir getting down and accosted him ya sai that is welcome sai 
others also addressed him as sai and henceforth he became known as sai baba contact with other saints sai baba began to stay in deserted masjid one saint named devidas was living in shirdi many years before baba came there baba liked his company he asked with him he stayed with him in the maruti temple in the chavri and sometime lived alone then came another saint by name janaki das baba spent most of his time in talking with him or janaki das went to baba's residence so also one vaishya householder saint from pantambe by name gangagir always frequented shirdi when he first saw sai baba carrying pitchers of water in both hands for watering garden he was amazed and said openly blessed is shirdi that it got this precious jewel this man is carrying water today but he is not an ordinary fellow as this land was lucky and meritorious it secured this jewel so also one famous saint by name anandanath of yevala math a disciple of akal kot maharaj came to shirdi with some shirdi people when he saw sai baba he said openly this is a precious diamond in reality though he looks like an ordinary man he is not an agar that is an ordinary stone but a diamond you will realize this in your future saying this he returned to yevala math this was said while sai baba was a youngster baba's dress and daily routine in his young days sai baba grew hair on his head never had his head shaved he dressed like an athlete when he went to rahata 3 miles from shirdi he bought brought with him a small plant of marigold jai and juy and after cleaning he planted and watered them a devotee by name vamana tatya supplied him daily with two earthen pitchers with these baba himself used to water the plants he drew water from the well and carried the pitchers on his shoulders in the evening the pitchers were kept at the foot of the neem tree as soon as they were placed there they were broken as they were made of raw earth and not baked next day tatya supplied two fresh pitchers this course went on for 3 years and with sai baba's toil and labor there grew a flower garden on this site at present stands a big mansion samadhi mandir of baba which is now frequented and used by so many devotees the story of padukas the footprints under the neem tree a devotee of akalkot maharaj by name bhai krishan ji alibakkar worshiped the photo of akalkot maharaj 
he also thought of going to Akalkot, Sholapur district, taking the darshan of the Paduka's footprints of the Maharaj, offering his sincere worship there. But before he could go there, he got a vision in his dream. Akalkot Maharaj appeared in the vision and said to him, Now Shirdi is my resting place. Go there and offer your worship. So Bhai changed his plan and came to Shirdi, worshipped Baba, stayed there for six months and was happy. As the reminiscence of this vision, etc., he prepared the Padukas and installed them on the auspicious day of Shravan Shakha 1834 under the neem tree with due ceremonies and formalities conducted by Dada Kelkar and Upashani. One Dikshit Brahman was appointed for worship and the management was interested to devotee Shagun. The complete version of this story. Mr. B.V. Dev, retired Mamladar of Thana and the great devotee of Sai Baba, made inquired about his matter with Shagun Meru Nayak and Govind Kamalkar Dikshit and has published a full version of the Padukas in Sai Lila, Volume 11. No one, number one, page 25. It runs as follows. In 1834, Shaka, one Dr. Rao Kothare of Bombay came to Shirdi by Baba's, for Baba's darshan. His compounder and his friend, Bhai Krishanji Ali Bakar, accompanied them. The compounder and Bhai came intimate intimate with Shagun Meru Nayak and G.K. Dikshit. While discussing things, these persons thought that there must be some memorial of the fact of Sai Baba's first coming to Shirdi and sitting under the holy neem tree. They thought of installing Baba's Padukas there and were going to make them some rough stone. Then Bhai, Bhai's friend, the compounder, suggested that if this matter to be known to his master, Dr. Rama Rao Kothari, he would prepare nice padukas for this purpose. All liked the proposal and Dr. Kothare was informed of it. He came to Shidi and drew a plan of the padukas. He went to Upasani Maharaj in Khandoba temple and showed him his plan. The later made many improvements, drew lotuses, flowers, conch, disc, man, etc. and suggested that the following slokas, verses regarding neem trees, greatness and Baba's yogi powers are to be inscribed. The verse was as follows. Sada Nimbari Vrikshaya Bhula Devasata Sudha Sravinam Tiktamapi Aparyam Tama Tarum Kalpa Vrikshadhikam Sadhayantam Namami Shwaram Sadgurum 
साईनाथम Upani's suggestions were accepted and carried out. The padukas were made in Bombay and sent to Shirdi with the compounder. Baba said that they should be installed on the Purnima of Shravana on that day at 11 a.m. G.K. Dikshit brought them to his head, on his head, from Khandova temple to Dwarkamai Masjid. in procession baba touched the padukas saying that these were the feet of lord and asked people to install them under the foot of neem tree a day before one parsi devotee of bombay named pastha shet sent rupees 25 by money order baba gave this sum for installation of padukas the total expense of installation came up to rupees 100 out of which 75 were collected by subscriptions the translation of so shloka in between as i read is i bow to the lord of sainatha who with his constant stay at the foot of neem tree made it which though bitter and unpleasant was yet using nectar the nectar on account of which healing has healing properties better than the kalpavriksha this was the meaning of the shloka now g after 5 years gk dikshit worshiped the padukas daily and then this was done by lakshman kancheshwar jhakadi In the first five years, Doctor Kothari sent rupees two per month for lighting, and he also sent railing round the padukas. The expense of bringing the railing from station to Shirdi was rupees seven to eight. Presently, it is rupees seven fifty paisa. The roofing was paid by Shagun Merunayak. Now. Jhakri Nana Pujari does the worship, and Shagun Meru Nayak offers the naivedya and lights the evening lamp. Bhai Krishna Ji was originally a devotee of Akal Kot Maharaj. He had come to Shirdi at the installation of padukas in Shaka, eighteen hundred and thirty-four, on his way to Akal Kot. He went. he wanted to go to agalkot after taking the darshan of baba he asked baba's permission for this baba said oh what is there in agalkot why do you go there the incumbent maharaj of the place is here myself here in this bhai did not go to agalkot he came to shidi off and on after the installation of padukas mr b v dev concluded that hemant pand did not know these details had he known them he would not have failed to depict them in his sahitya charita wrestling bout of mohuddin tamboli and change in life to return to other stories of baba there were a wrestler in shirdi There was a wrestler in Shirdi. 
by name Mohiddin Tamboli. Baba and he did not agree on some items and both had a fight. In this, Baba was defeated. Thenceforth, Baba changed this dress and the mode of leaving. He donned kafni, wore a langot, waistband and covered his head with a piece of cloth. He took a piece of sackcloth for his seat, sackcloth for his bed and was content with wearing torn and worn out rags. He always said that poverty is better than kingship, far better than lordship. The Lord is always brother, befriender of the poor. Gangagir was also very fond of wrestling. While he was once wrestling, a similar feeling of dispassion came over him. And at the proper time, he heard the voice of an adept saying that he should wear out his body, playing with God. So he too gave up samsara and turned towards God's realization. He established a mat on the banks of river near Pandambe and lived there with disciples. Sai Baba did not mix and speak with people. He only gave answers when he was questioned. By day he always sat under the neem tree, sometimes under the shade of the branch of Babul tree near the stream of the outskirts of the village. In the afternoon, he used to walk at random and go to times of Nimgaon. There he frequented the house of Bala Sahib Dangle. Baba loved Mr. Bala Sahib. His younger brother named Nana Sahib and no son, though he married a second wife. Bala Sahib sent Nana Sahib for taking darshan of Sai Baba and after some time, with his grace, Nana Sahib got a son. From that time onwards, people began to come in numbers to see Sai Baba and his fame began to spread and reached Ahmednagar. From thence, Nana Sahib Chandorkar and Keshav Chindamram Chidambar and others began to come to Shidi. Baba was surrounded by his devotees during day and slept at night in an old and dilapidated masjid. Baba's paraphernalia at this time consisted of chillam, tobacco, a tamaran, a tin pot, long flowing kafni, a piece of cloth round his head, and a satka, which he always kept with him. The piece of white cloth on the head was twisted like a matted hair and flowed down from the left ear on the back. This was not washed for weeks. He wore no shoes, no sandals. A piece of sackcloth was his seat for most of the day. He wore a kupin. Kupin is a waist cloth band and for warding off cold, he always sat in front of Dhuni, the sacred fire, facing south with his left hand resting on the wooden 
railing. At this dhuni, he offered an oblation, egoism, desire, and all thoughts, and always uttered Allah Malik. God is the sole owner. The masjid in which he sat was only of two room dimensions. When all devotees came and saw him, after 1912 AD, there was a change. The old masjid was repaired and the pavement was con constructed. Before Baba came to a live in this masjid, before Baba came to live in this masjid, he lived for long in the place Takai, that is Takya, where with Gungur, a small bell on his legs, Baba danced beautifully, sang with tender love. Turning water into oil. Sai Baba was very fond of lights. He used to borrow oil from the shopkeepers and keep lamps burning the whole night in masjid and temple. This went on for some time. The banyas who supplied oil gratis once met together and decided not to give him oil. When, as usual, Baba went to ask for oil, they all gave him a distinct no. And unperturbed, Baba returned to the masjid and kept a dry wick in the lamp. The banyas were watching him with curiosity. Baba took a tamaril, a tin pot, which contained very little, few drops of oil, put water into it and drank it and forced it fall in the container. After after consecrating the tin pot, tin pot in this way, he again took water in the tin pot and filled all the lamps with it and lighted them. To the surprise and dismay of the watching banyas, the lamp began to burn, kept burning the whole night. The banyas repented and apologized. Baba forgave them and asked them to be more truthful in future. The Sudo Guru Jawahar Ali. Five years after the wrestling about mentioned above, one fakir from Ahmadnagar by name Jawahar Ali came to Rahata with his disciple and stayed in Bhakal, spacious room near Birbhadra temple. The fakir was learned, could repeat the whole Quran and had a sweet tongue. Many religious and devout people of the village came to him and began to respect him. With the help of people, he started to build an Eidgah, a wall before which Mohammedans pray or Eidgah day. Near the Vibhadra temple, Virbhadra temple, there was some quarrel about this affair. As there was some quarrel about this affair, on account of which Jawahar Ali had a leave, have to leave Rahata. Then he came to Shirdi and lived in Masjid with Baba. P. 
people were captured with this sweet talk and he began to call baba this to his disciple baba did not object and consented to be his chela then both guru and chela decided to return to rahata and live there the guru the teacher never knew his disciples worth but the disciple knew the defeat defeat of its guru still he never disrespected him observing carefully his duties he even served the master in various ways they used to come to shirdi off and on but their main stay was in rahata the loving devotees of baba in shirdi did not like that baba should stay away from them in rahata so they went to in a deputation to bring baba back to shirdi when they met baba near the idga and told the purpose for which they came baba said to them that the fakir was an ill-tempered fellow he would not leave him and that they should better return to shirdi without him before the fakir returned while they were thus talking the fakir turned up and was very angry and them for trying and with them for trying and take away the disciple there was some discussion and altercation and it was finally decided that both the guru and chela should return to delhi and so they returned and lived in shirdi but after a few days the guru was tested by devidas and he was found wanting 12 years before baba arrived in shirdi with the marriage party this devidas aged about 10 to or 11 came to shirdi and lived in maruti temple devidas had fine features and brilliant eyes and he was dispassion incarnate and a gyani many persons namely tatya kote and kashinath and others regarded him as their guru they bought jawahar ali in his presence and in the discussion that followed jawahar was boasted and fled from shirdi he went and stayed in bijapur and returned after many years to shirdi and prostrated himself before sai baba the delusion that he was guru and sai baba his chela was cleared away and as he repented sai baba treated him with respect in this case sai baba showed by actual conduct how one should get rid of the egoism and do the duties of a disciple to attain the highest end that is self realization this story is told here according to the version given by maha mahalspati a great devotee of baba in the next chapter we will be describing ram navmi festival the masjid its former condition and later improvement om sai ram